Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, welcome to today's episode. I'm Erin McGuire. Today's episode is called Heal Yourself, Heal the World. And what do I mean by that? I have a very strong belief that as light workers and empaths and highly sensitive people and people in general that just want to help, maybe you don't identify with any of those terms, but you just have always felt a need to help others. Maybe you're in nursing or a therapist. Those of us that feel guided to help others, I have this really strong belief that when we work on ourselves, when we're willing to do the work to heal ourselves, to heal our past traumas, our unresolved traumas, then by doing that, we don't pass those things down to our children and therefore they don't pass it down. It's like it stops with us and that's how we heal the world. It's a ripple effect. So your kids don't pick up those same programs and patterns and they don't pass it down. And then our earth, the people of earth just get lighter and lighter and lighter because we're not passing this generational trauma down the line. So Epigenetics talks about this, and that's the idea that trauma can leave a chemical mark on a person's genes, which is then passed down to subsequent generations. And the mark doesn't directly damage the gene. There's no mutation. Instead, it alters the mechanism by which the gene is converted into functioning proteins or expressed. So it's not a genetic alteration, it's epigenetic, but it's a mutation essentially on the genes So they're finding this in a lot of different instances, but particularly it's been studied with people that their relatives were in the Holocaust and just how they're more susceptible to getting sick and more susceptible to depression and that sort of thing. There are some studies that kind of counterbalance that, but I would like to go on and say that epigenetics or not, we are passing generational trauma down by watching our parents and picking up on all the things that they do as children. So when we're kids, we're just a little sponge, and we soak up everything that our parents are doing and saying and things they're not saying, just that we are watching them do, how they interact with each other, how they feel about themselves, how they treat themselves, how they treat us. And because we don't have a rational mind when we're a child, everything just goes into our subconscious up until the age of seven, and we take it as it means something about us. So we create stories about that. So for instance, when I was growing up, there was a lot of screaming and yelling in my household. And I don't remember my mom ever saying you're not good enough, but because of the actions of being yelled at often and watching the different things that went on and kind of living in chaos, not really knowing when the next explosion was going to happen, I created a really strong belief that I'm not good enough. And it wove itself into every area of my life. 
So that's just one example, whether we believe in epigenetics or not, whether the research is 100% legit in epigenetics or not, simply by watching your parents, by experiencing what you did with them, you're getting trauma passed down to you that they were holding. So if my mom didn't really know how to feel unconditional love, she isn't going to know how to give unconditional love. If she doesn't know how to feel her feelings and have empathy because she was not taught that, then she's going to pass the same things on to me because I'm soaking it all up just being around her. So in that respect, we are passing generational trauma down because my mom just learned it from her parents. Her parents learned it from their parents. And so we, we can have a lot of compassion, even though some of us have been through some pretty horrendous things as children growing up, we can start to have some compassion that it doesn't condone their behavior, but they were doing the best they could with what they knew. I want to shed another light on this that says, when you go in and start doing your unraveling, going through the unraveling process, doing healing work, doing shadow work, looking at why your behavior is the way that it is, why you do the things that you do. When you start looking at all of that and you're doing the work consciously, like inner child work and everything else that I just mentioned, and you're learning to reparent yourself, you're going to have a whole different understanding and perspective than your parents did. And you're going to treat your children differently. You're not going to do the same things that your parents did to you unconsciously. This is all happening unconsciously, by the way, because if we haven't done the healing work, then we're just living out of our subconscious mind. We're just getting triggered and and operating from old programs, and it's all unconscious. Carl Jung talks about this. It's called the shadow self. If we don't go in and heal those parts, we're just repeating patterns from childhood. So you really can be the light in the world by working on yourself, by being willing to go down some of these uncomfortable paths. I just did a call with a group of ladies last night and they mentioned that because in this group we are having to kind of do some of that stuff, looking at our shadow, looking at inner child work, forgiving where we can forgive and all of that. And they were saying that this is not easy stuff. You know, there's times where a lot of resistance comes up. They want to walk away from it, which is totally fair. You can walk away from it and come back. You don't have to be in the trenches doing the heavy lifting, deep work every single day. But what I'm suggesting is being willing to investigate your triggers. If you get in an argument with your partner and all of a sudden you're flipping out and it's very heightened and there's a lot of anxiety and you're a pretty aware person and you're like, where did that come from? Take that to your journal in the next couple of days and say, why did I get so triggered there? What is this reminding me of? Which parent is this person reminding me of in this moment? What am I scared of here? And then being willing to sit with your inner child and help them through the process, just doing that alone. But that alone is very scary for a lot of people. It's It takes real courage to go in and be willing to look at those dark places in your mind that are kind of been, I always say they're kind of put in a box, shut in a closet, marked do not open no matter what in our minds because... There's a part of us that has put that in that box in the closet of our mind in order to survive, 
as children, depending on the level of trauma you experienced as a child. And let's be clear about trauma too, that there's big T trauma, which is your physical, sexual, mental, emotional abuse, or a big catastrophe. And then there's small t trauma, which is having an emotionally unavailable parent or a parent that was an alcoholic or addicted to drugs. And many other things can go in that category. And those little t traumas are often more interwoven. I don't want to say more interwoven because both can create the same amount. Let's put it this way. Both can create the same amount of PTSD because the little t traumas probably are happening pretty frequently daily, most likely. So in order to to survive, you had to lock away your feelings, shut down in some way, or the different coping mechanisms that we that we create as children, becoming achievers, you know, becoming the straight A student, having to be perfect all the time. So perfectionism becomes unresolved trauma. A lot of instances, people pleasing is unresolved trauma, procrastination even is unresolved trauma. And on and on, there's several things. And it's not to say, oh my gosh, I've got so much work to do, because we all have work to do. We all have places within us that can still be unraveled. And it doesn't have to be a daunting process. It's it's actually a very courageous process. And I'd like for you to start seeing it that way. When I'm doing my healing, I have a bigger mission here. And that bigger mission is when I do this work, no matter how hard it is, number one, I'm going to feel a lot better. I'm going to have better relationships. I'm probably going to be more successful. I'm going to have more confidence. I'm going to have more joy because all of that stuff is masking a lot of things in your life. I can tell you that from my own experience and from working with clients that when you start doing that work, your life gets a hell of a lot better. But secondly, the bigger mission is that when you do this work, you're helping your children. And if you're like me and you don't have kids, you're helping humanity by doing this for yourself. You're a better person when you go out to the grocery store or when you're walking down the street because you're not responding and reacting from unresolved trauma. You're responding and reacting from your consciousness, from your higher self, from your inner knowing. So we all have a really big mission here. And I believe that if we are willing to do this work, that the whole world will be affected by this. It's a ripple effect. It goes out to everyone. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that and how this resonated. To me, it just feels so powerful to to understand this in this way. And that's why I really am making my mission, Heal Yourself, Heal the World. And I now have a monthly subscription program that you can do that we go through and we do all this kind of stuff. You can do it month to month or you can do it for the whole year and you can keep going as long as you want. Each month there's a theme like inner child work or shadow work will be one month. Working with the divine feminine There's a lot of different aspects, stepping into your power, so really understanding your internal power. It's called Empowered Women Monthly Subscription, and it's a newer program I'm just launching, and I'm just really excited about it, and I really truly believe, again, that when we do this work, when we heal ourselves, we're going to heal the world. So it's all part of the unraveling. I'm calling it Empowered Women because it's really about getting empowered. 
And we we don't just get empowered by like beating our chest and, you know, doing things that that build our confidence. We also get empowered when we overcome adversity, when we heal traumas that we've been carrying, when we learn to embody the healing. So I'm really excited. I hope you'll join me. You can find information for the Empowered Women monthly subscription on my website at purelightwellness.com. Reach out to me with any questions you may have about this. I'd love to hear from you. And again, thank you for showing up. Thank you for doing the work in whatever way you are. And if you're just getting started, that's totally okay. It's a process. It's always going to be a process. And just being open to it, just being courageous to put one foot in front of the other is amazing. Knowing that some days it's you're going to want to recoil and run for the hills, as I like to say. And some days you're going to be on fire, healing all kinds of stuff. And it's, it's perfect. It's all perfect. It's all going to unravel exactly what you need in this moment for your highest self and vision. And... I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me. I'm excited for what's to come in the future for all of us. And I again, just thank you for being here. I'm sending you a whole lot of love and light right now. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, You are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.